Welcome to the Get Wrecked Podcast with Aaron. Ooh, vacation edition. Staycation. We are back with Aaron's Week in Music for the week of 324. It looks like there's some English songs on here. What the fuck's going on? All right, what you got? Well, we're going to start off the week with a song from last year, Mike Shinoda, Open Door. The reason why I picked this is because I was listening to a podcast. I think it was Malcolm Gladwell's Broken Record. So I guess they're just interviewing... Mike Shinoda, what has he been doing for the past mm-hmm. couple years post-Lincoln Park? Yeah. I guess what he's doing now, or what he's been doing throughout the pandemic, is that people will send him bits and pieces of a song, mm. and he'll turn it into a true song. And if it's really good, he'll employ the help of these guys and make it make a real actual song. This is not one of those. So the first song is pre-pandemic, Open Door. From one of his newer albums, which I didn't know that he had... An album. Well, he had that post-traumatic. That was right after Chester died. He did another one or two, which... We, we did the one song that was kind of dark, I remember. Mm-hmm. But I don't know... The one that had, like, animation or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, or a war. And so, I guess this is the 2020 song. I listened to it, and you can hear the bones of a Lincoln Park song. Yeah. Like, where it could have been Chester doing... Right. So, like, yeah, so when he employed, like, those eight different singers... Yeah. They amalgamated into, I guess, various parts, and... In your head, you can actually hear Chester doing all the parts. Yeah, I was actually thinking that, too. Like it, I was imagining, <laughs> oh, this song would be so much better if, yeah, if, if this was just Chester. People, yeah. Or, like, if, you know, if Mike just fucking called me, I could do it. If he wants help, he's got to come to me. He needs I'm, as much help as We're possible. at the Get Rick podcast, baby. <laughs> you need a hit, you come to us. Mike, it's an open door. Yeah. I'll work for free. It felt real Lincoln Park. Could have been so beautiful. I mean, he could have sang that song well, too. <laughs> it would have been very heartfelt and sad. I gave it a Sue Young. I, I liked it. But but you, you miss... Oh, we'll get to the next song, though. Mm. With um, So it's Mike Shinoda again. This is from this year, Happy Endings, featuring Ian Dior and Upsall. This Ian song, Dior is a chick, right? Sure, why not? I'm assuming. Yeah, no clue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know who don't, don't, either of these people are. Don't care either. Upsall, U-P-S-A-H-L. Yeah, you could get two people off the street. Could have been Pop Smoke and Halsey for all I give a shit. They all kind of sound intermingled the same. Mm. For me, this is in the vein of Fort Minor. Mike's more hip-hop oriented group. Mm. Less mm-hmm. rock, yeah. more... Yeah. Kind of hip hoppy pop. Hip hop anonymous? In this one, I don't feel Chester would belong on it. No. Not at all. It felt so poppy. Doing that last poppy, album. but it's just different style. It, like the it's vibe not is like different. a. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started thinking to myself, like, what part of Lincoln Park did I miss more? <laughs> or do I miss more? Because Mike, his production is very solid. The, the, the bones of a lot of songs are really good, but I think for me, when I listen, I don't really like super hard rock, and I don't like super underground hip-hop. So I like someplace in the middle. Because, you know, like we're trying to find something that replaces Linkin Park. I don't think there will be a replacement for that type of group, of course, but... What about Cadillac Playground? <laughs> Cadillac Playground. That sounds Let's great. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as good as Space Playground. <laughs> I think you appreciate Chester more when you hear stuff now. Oh, man, the guy was pretty appreciated. 
I think he was almost he was, underappreciated, though. You think people, so? People thought Linkin Park was stick. Uh, obviously, they haven't tried to sing the fucking shit that he sings. But, but the only Eddie, if you try to sing his songs, karaoke, his parts... But his range Ooh. is ridiculous. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, he had... He, he sang softly, mm-hmm. and then he mm-hmm. sang quite angrily <laughs> in the same song at times. Oh, but the notes he could read. To me, he was underrated. I, I think Linkin Park was so, like, mainstream and polished and... You know, like, they were such a quote-unquote fabricated band that people always say, Mike Shinoda's not a rapper and MC. I'm like, yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> but Chester, like, hitting all those notes and just singing mm. anything, like... That boy good. It's been, like, what, four, three, four years or anything? Right? as good as Randy Watson. Mediocre at best. It's good stuff. Anyway, moving on. New music this week from Sodi. I'm Sodi. Where is she from? Remind me. We did a song from her... Is she, like, always solo, or was she part of a group? No, we had a song, like, in January from her. This is her second... I'm sorry. Sorry, one moment. Stop saying it. You're (laughs) you're being very racist here. Especially to (laughs) such a talented female artist as Sorry. She's pretty hot. Which is more important than talent. Is it? No, but I wanted to say that. Uh, (laughs) When I heard this song... There was some familiarity with this okay. song. It sounded kind of. like something you've heard before. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. But like, you know what? Maybe we've listened to so much music at this point. We have. Where a lot of things are going to trigger some. I was listening to like you know? Chain Smokers a little bit, and then um, that major laser song, Lean On. It kind of sounds like that. Mm. Like it has those vibes. So. Because I, I really looked it up when I was listening oh. to it. Like it felt. Sodi did this song all English. Impressively, well, it had chicks kissing in the video, so it got a good score from me. Ain't right nothing there. wrong with that. Like, I think this song could go Western radio automatically, mm. like and not even blink. Like you know, just like you just play it on radio station, nobody would think anything. I was like, oh shit, is that Halsey? It was good and smooth, smoothed out. It wasn't too, it wasn't too like poppy, you know. Yeah, but but it's it's the stuff you hear, like it's real smooth, laid yeah. back. But more importantly. Sodi versus BB. Oh, man. BB's music is so shitty. Mm hmm. That's not like. Was that a part of the thing that I missed something? No, no, no. That that was. It was just. We have two. We had two songs from Sodi. First one was not bad. This Mm. one I liked a lot better than anything BB's put out, Mm. aside from the the Universal Hipsters, which she was the guest on. This girl's not bad looking either. BB kind of reminds me of like a smaller. Chung Ha with boobs. Chung Ha is like a massive 5'3". <laughs> I don't, well, I don't She just looks leaner and taller or something. Chung Ha? Because BB looks a little short, you know? I could be wrong, but maybe because she's thicker, she looks shorter. <laughs> but in conclusion, like, Sodi's so, winning this war. BB hasn't even started to fight yet. Like, it's horrible. Do they have a war going on? I'm trying to start it. Oh, Okay. All right. Yeah. Fuck. We gave BB a head start. We like yeah. BB. She's pretty. She's hot, right? But Sony's putting out better music already. Two songs. All right. Moving on. I'm not sure if you recognize who Sorn is. I do. Sorn. CLC, right? Yes. I forget what her full name is because I'm not gonna Ooh, say it. Chi Wally Wally. Chi Bang Bang. No, it's Chanter Sorn something. <laughs> Either way, so this is her first official single. Independent from CLC, she they're not broken up. One girl left CLC. This Soren did not. Not the good one, right? Not Soon Young. She didn't okay. leave. 
The one that makes all the dance videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. She did this all in English, too. Did I not watch the all English? Sor- Soren's Run. Was it in all English? I believe so. I mean, I knew there was a lot of English, but... I think it was all in English. Oh, fuck. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. When I heard this song, I'm like, this could be Carly Rae Jepsen. It's funny that she says run, though. Mm-hmm. And there's zero running in the video. No. I was very disappointed. Kind of a nice song. Very it kind s- of had the similar vibe to, like, Alexa's one. Alexa's was way better, though, than Never Let You Go. But this song is so much just lighter. It's yeah. Just, it's a light, happy, airy song. That's very electronic. Of the time. Uh, Disposable. It was, it was okay. I'm impressed because she's Thai, in a K-pop group, sings better English than most Americans now. No, I mean, I thought it was an alright song. Not bad, not bad. Oh, I gave this a Yuna. I gave the previous song a Yuna. Ah. So, final song of the week. Maybe something you want to add something? Midday! No? <laughs> I was fucking a little bit disappointed. They did not shout themselves out. <laughs> I was a little disappointed when I saw Itzy's song. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Midzy. Itzy, Midzy. Oh, there, it's going to be bumping. It's going to be like, Midzy! <laughs> like, and then so, it's a slow, it's a ballad. <laughs> like, oh, shit. So, 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 you know, Midzy's are the, that's their fan club. Their fan club? Yes, no, they're the Midzy's. Yes. Should have given them a shout out, not a ballad out. Uh, but, like, like I've said, any group, musical group, worth their salt, has to have a ballad. Any group. Any group. Journey. Don't Stop Believing. Open Arms. Bon Jovi. Wanted Dead or Alive. That's a, that's a Always. ballad. Always. Bed of Roses. What else? What else groups? Actually, Bon Jovi is more ballads. But they came out living on a prayer first. It seems like there's a lot of Bon Jovi ballads. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No? No. Like, what else What else groups have we entertained on? Boys to Men. They can sing. All ballads. Except for stupid like Motown Philly. three fast songs or something. Mariah Carey. See, with the, the greats, the singing greats, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Linkin Park, Numb. Those are ballads? Numb is con- considered a ballad. What? Numb is... It, that's a sad song. Well, okay. I'm tired of being what you want me to be. That's a ballady ballad. Well, One More Light was a ballad. But there's, there's no Mike Shinoda in that one. Everglow, D plus one. Don't get me wrong. This was... It was a pretty good song. They had some impressive harmonies. They transitioned well to each other and flow. It, it was it was pretty good. It had a vibe like Espa's Forever. Minus the gang signs. I only saw a lyric video, though. Oh. The distribution, line distribution oh. thing. I didn't see... They didn't have a music video, right? Oh, they showed them singing it live. I don't watch the lives. I look for a music video. If they don't have that, I'll watch some line distribution. Not only that, they have an English version of it too. I read that. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Mm. I gave the same score as I gave Forever. A Taeyeon Plus. Not sure. I don't know if it'll ever get to Yuri class. I don't... I'm not sure if it'll get up there. It's it's a strong song. It's a very strong song. I, I appreciated how well they sang. I was trying to figure out who... Is the less best singer of the group though? I know who the best singer is. Yeji. Yeji. <laughs> she hit the big notes. Yeji sang the uh. big notes. Yuna. Yuna sings a lot of the heavy lifting. Like she. She has the typical high pitch K-pop sound. Mm. So she's gonna sing the most of the song. Yuji, I. I thought 
it's not that she sounded bad, but she didn't sound confident. Because she's a rapper. So when, you know, you're forcing the rapper to start the song. She can rap her lips. Are... And the other two, Leah Lee and Cheyong are good, but I think it's... Mm. So it's Yeji, because she hits the big notes. Okay. Cheyong and... Like Edwin McCain. Kind of. Big notes. Yeah. Then Cheyong and Leah. Even, you know, they're all the same. They're three. Mm. And then... Eugene's not bad. It's just... I don't think she's as confident in the scene as she mm. is with rapping. It's a... That's Yuna's part. I gotta throw that out. Anytime you hear that, that's Yuna. I think I think Yuna's gonna be really hot in the future. She's not really hot now. No, like really hot. Oh, like she's gonna she's gonna be like too young and growing to like. She's even. still too. She's probably too young for us to call hot. Huh? She's. I think she's eighteen, right? She's Korean eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's too young for us to call hot. <laughs> no, I think I think she's gonna become like too young, grow into her hotness some more, and be a bitch on TV. Yes. Yeah, and I love it. I did appreciate that, that she was, a, she was such a bitch and run on. That's hilarious. She's hilarious. Like, why do you got to be so mean to the younger brother, though? He was such a good kid. The young, he, nice he, you kid. Know, you know what's funny? She's <sighs> mean to her girls' generation members in the same way. Like in real life? Yeah. Well, maybe she needs an ass kicking then. Oh, I'm going to kick her ass. I will do the opposite. All right. Well, let's get into the throwbacks. I put three of them on the board this week. And these are the... Lesser-known solo female pop stars of the 90s. Hmm. I don't know if you remember them all. We'll start off with the first one. I'm not sure if you remember her ever singing. I remember her singing, but to be honest, I never listened to anything she sang. We just watched the videos quietly. Because I was never into MTV and shit like that, Mm -hmm. so I never watched anything. So first off the bat, Jennifer Love Hewitt, How Do I Deal? So this came from the... I know what you did last summer movies. She was definitely at the height of her popularity and her looks. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the the movie's like, hey, do you want to sing a song? <laughs> Why not? You know, extra ratings, free money, free advertisement. It's a karaoke-worthy song. You know what? I was going to tell you, I actually liked it. I, I never heard it before. Mm-hmm. And after listening to it, I was like, fuck, it's not bad. It's a very karaoke-worthy song. Like, it's, it's in the pocket. It like, can be... I like it better than the next one. I don't think it's the winner of the three, but I liked it better than the next one, which mm. was pretty... I thought it was pretty well-known. Like, she doesn't hit big notes, yeah, yeah. big runs. Females. Fuck, I could do it. Okay. Shake my Hewitts in your face. Your love gun. <laughs> All right, so we'll put Jennifer Love Hewitt number two. Yeah. And then Fiona Apple Criminal. So this is this is one of those artists that was big in certain demographics. Yeah. Yeah. When I mean certain demographics, I mean the women going to the Lilith Fair. <laughs> the Sarah McLaughlin fans. You'd be surprised, because I dated some of these bitches, and they weren't always all They were female empowerment. Emo. They were female empowerment, though. Huh? So you heard the song before. Mm-hmm. Did you know her backstory? No. She has a horrible backstory. I remember, weren't people saying she was actually Paul from the Wonder Years and shit? Some okay. stupid shit like that. I, I never heard that, but... I heard stupid stuff like she, that. She was, like, sexually assaulted as a child and all this kind of stuff. Oh. And, and all the reason, like, and the reason why she's super skinny is because she didn't want to look appealing to other men and stuff like that. Oh. So that's why she looks like this. Oh. So I bought the album because she has super pretty eyes, right? She has, like, that mm. sky blue eyes or whatever. Like so, Olivia Wilde kind of shit? Yeah. 
I don't know if you remember when she was like on one of the award ceremonies that she won, I think, for this song. Oh. And she's like, this whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> she went on that, like... Really? Yeah, she's like, this awards <laughs> are bullshit, and you should look out for yourselves, and like, this is all shit, and this is not real, and... I'm sure that made her career take off. This was like her biggest song. After <laughs> this, I'm not sure what happened to her. I think she had like a 80-word follow-up album that nobody listened to, because I didn't buy Done. it. Her her album this album itself is super dark, mm. but this is like the lightest song on her album. <laughs> but she has pretty eyes. That's all I'm gonna say on that. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, is number three for me. Number three. That's my ratings. Mm. And finally, Michelle Branch. She of like the evolution of the post Dawson's Creek Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, the song I like the hers is uh. The game of love. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. It, you know, this is that pop rock sound. Yeah. Little, but I like her voice. I mean, I always just find girls attractive who sing and play the guitar. That's true. I gave her a little bit extra credit because she's playing the guitar, too. So I mean, like, like, you could put a girl just doing this, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty hot. I don't know what it is. Plus, like, in the video, there's a Matrix shot. I don't know if you saw, like, the, the water stopped. And, oh. Super Matrixy. That was like 1999, 2000. Like I don't recognize it by the "All You Wanted," mm-hmm. like. But when I played the song, I was like, "Oh, yeah, I've heard this song." Mm. This was a like 2001 song. Like it was like right on that cusp. They played the "Goodbye to You" on Buffy. Mm. That was a tearjerker. Uh, her best song was "Everywhere." Her most famous song. And that wraps up Aaron's weekend music <laughs> for the week of 324. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like us to review any music, Chloe, looking at you. Come on, man. Listen to the podcast. Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah. Email getrickpodcast at gmail.com or like and subscribe. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, Ted. Are you.